This meeting is being recorded. My God. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the AJ Roberts Show. Today we have a special guest that I've titled, not the BBC, the Unvaccinated. We're joined today by Naomi and Luca, who recently finished, uh, well, they, they were on the Unvaccinated on the BBC. And uh, let's just say that the public weren't given the full story uh, as these guys actually gave. There was a lot of editing involved. And they're here today just to talk about that experience and really highlight some uh, some misspelled truths that obviously didn't come out um, on the show and then stuff that came out the way it shouldn't have come out. Uh, so guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, AJ. Hey, thanks for having us. Naomi, if I can uh, start with yourself, um, obviously, whenever there's a TV programme that goes out, obviously, they're going to put out some kind of request for people to come on it and stuff like that. Was there kind of like a screening process for all of this? So for me, I, I mean, it may have been different for the other um, participants, but for me, I had seen an advert on Facebook. Um, I spend a lot of my time on Facebook within my business um, asking for people who had been vaccinated, perhaps what their views and reasonings for that was. So for me, um, who is pretty outspoken about how I feel about things, I went on a bit of a tangent in my email as to why I didn't and wasn't vaccinated and um, the show had really highlighted it was due to fertility which wasn't strictly um, accurate it was maybe perhaps one small aspect in my reasoning um, but there was many other kind of reasoning surrounding that mm. and you're referring to the COVID-19 um, you're referring to the COVID-19 vaccinations yet yeah absolutely yeah. so I mean I'm pro-choice um, and in terms of I, I work as a coach so my kind of theory and thought is you know people should be allowed to make choices however my choice for my body is an absolute no when it comes to the vaccination and that it came from working within the health and social care sector during setting up my business during the pandemic um seeing institutionalism having COVID myself really badly actually I was in hospital with it um and being someone who had felt my nutrition my experiences and being kind of so in close proximity I felt I didn't want it. Um, I felt the push and the force to kind of get people into this injection when it was kind of being backed up with um, horrible propaganda, losing our jobs and things. It just kind of solidified all the more why I didn't want it. Mm. Um, and of course, that wasn't shown in the show at all. And, and when was uh, and when was your hospital treatment? When about was that? So I was working as a locum in the residential um local authority sector um, in January 2021 and that is when I contracted COVID. Um, we were being lateral flowed quite rigorously in the residential setting and that's when I actually I felt really unwell. I don't know if it was because I was being jabbed up the nose so frequently or, or what but I mean I caught COVID pretty badly um, and it was what about sort of, um, What sort of symptoms did you have if you don't mind me asking? So it's really weird now because when we look at COVID, it's very kind of cold, flu-like symptoms. Back then, I had no sense of smell, no taste. I was in agony from the knee right up to the kind of pelvic area. Um, at a temperature, it was uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. um, it was extremely dehydrated, fatigued. Um, and I live, live alone in Edinburgh. So for me, I found it quite difficult having the virus at that time. Mm -hmm. But it's still my my take, my views on the on COVID itself are still as they is. I still feel it's something that was was man made, and 
it was perhaps only targeting, you know, the elderly, the inflicted and the vulnerable, because that's where I was seeing the kind of most illnesses and deaths with it. Was anybody else um, in your but, environment ill at the same time? Um, not, well, other than the residents um, that I was working with and um, the carers that was within the, the, the home, I had been kind of completely living alone during that. So I couldn't say that anyone that I'd been in close proximity had, you know, had been as unwell as I had. However, I do know people that have had COVID um, during that time and were quite poorly struck and down with it. However, now it seems to be more kind of cold and flu, the people that I speak to <laughs> that, that have it. But And that was January 21, you said. That was January yes. 21, yeah. Yes, it's, it's funny when you just think about the dates and that, considering it was literally within a month of the uh, the vaccinations coming out. Um, that people suddenly start getting all these crazy illnesses with loss of taste and smell, obviously, like which drives them to like go, oh, I don't want to go through that again, and into a vaccination program. You know, it's like all this stuff all, all, all being unraveled and plain to see now. Yeah, and see, for me, with the vaccinations as well, which wasn't really touched upon, was the whole antibody um, discussion. You know, if someone has COVID, what are antibodies like? And on the BBC show, um, Unvaccinated, I had asked and requested uh, an antibodies test, look at, remember? And they were like, we'll get yeah. you one. And yeah. that never came into fruition to the point I was taken also with uh, Chanel to a vaccination trial centre and asked um, the head of this, this trial um, about long COVID and antibodies, to which he couldn't answer me. So having COVID as ill as I did and you know going through that process and then feeling actually fine I've been around people who have been vaccinated mm. now who have had COVID who are still getting COVID and I've been in their you know in their company and never had it again um so for me that says I'm going to take my chances now and maybe people might think that is selfish or but that's my choice just like it's your choice to be vaccinated i think yeah of course and it's you know and it's well the clear and obvious evidence is that you're still with us today to tell the tale and so are so are pretty much every single unvaccinated person i know um and i don't know no of us heard of a single one who has passed away purely of the disease outside of hospital so and i think as well when we look at misinformation so during that time of having covid they were telling us in the care room if you have covid you couldn't be vaccinated for 90 days and you would couldn't test or lateral flow for 90 days after having it but then now it's almost like they're just pushing you to get it whether you you know you're dying you're pregnant you have a heart attack all of those things it just seems like get the vaccination so that's conflicting for me yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, Luca, obviously, thanks for waiting patiently, my friend. Um, with, yourself, with yourself, I mean, obviously, was it a similar process? Was it, what sparked the uh, your idea to you know apply to go on the show? Uh, basically, my friend tagged me in a post on Facebook, and he said, "Oh, you know, you're really good because obviously, I'm really quite against the vaccine because it's injured my family, it killed my granddad in Italy." So I thought it'd be really good, you know, to to get out there and get my word across and let people know, you know, what this vaccine's actually doing to people and wrecking people's health. Mm. Um, and so, sorry, for, sorry for your loss, brother. Um, you know, it's, I know far too many people that this has happened to himself, and I'm, I'm personally seeing the uh, the repercussions within my own family in terms of injury and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. So um, so you, rightly, you applied to go on the show. Did did you have the idea in the back of your head that you know whatever you record might not end up as it seems on the screen oh god yeah i knew it was all going to be propaganda i know it was all going to be lies i knew they were going to try and make me out to be a nutcase um 
What was the um, what was the general? So I, I, what I'm always interested in as well is like, what's the general conversation like with the production teams about topics like this, like behind the scenes, you know, because you, it's only portrayed a certain way, and obviously they're going to portray you in a certain way because it's the BBC at the end of the day. We know where their agendas lie. We know who runs it. We know it's all very yeah. sort of Freemasonry led and all the rest of it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, we don't have to, it's all there to be seen. Yeah. Um, but behind the scenes, you know, what were the kind of conversations like with like the production staff, you know, were any of them on your page? Um, quite a lot of heat, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a lot of heat and there was a lot of, we wanted to know what we're going to be asked, if that makes sense. I heard Vicky mm-hmm. say a couple of times, you know, to Joe and the other producers, you know, what what are you going to ask us? You know, we want to know what you're going to ask us so we can prepare for it. And they were a bit like, well, we, you can't see the script. Do you see what I mean? Because they're all reading off the script. Mm. Um, and that's what it's like with the TV. And I think that threw a lot of people off mm. and got a bit, you know, a bit angry and agitated. Because I know it, it did for me because they sort of, you know, threw and, us off. You know, and have any of you had any contact with, like, any of them since regarding any of this? Obviously, because... Uh, I'd imagine you would have shown some disappointment in the way it turned out because it doesn't tell the true story whatsoever. I, um, I mean, I have. Um, I spoke to the production after, um, you know, I said, I appreciate how it was filmed, you know, with the music and all that and how it was meant to be like, you know, this primetime kind of show. Mm. However, I didn't appreciate how there was so much missed out um, in that, you know, there was a couple of, you know, experiences that we all went on and trips and things that weren't in that that would have perhaps reiterated kind of not just this vaccine kind of drive but COVID as a whole mm. um so for me I I had voiced I wasn't entirely happy with the final product mm, yeah I didn't even watch it I I was just like mm. my friend like tagged me in a shot and I was like I don't want to see it because I know it's just going to be all lies propaganda Hannah's just she going to come across as rude and arrogant which obviously in the show she comes across um but so what, yeah. um what uh what kind of things were they asking you because I, a lot of these well, a lot of shows when they try to get certain information there's a lot of leading questions and um and a lot of like nlp that's used on people as well to try and get the answers they want out of people like you know so it's their films on camera what um and do please forgive me i didn't watch it purposely because i knew that it would be completely edited and stitched up um, I mean, I think like when it came to myself personally, I mean, there was a lot of questions being asked about what your views were on perhaps politics, what your views were on um, your other, ha- like the other, I say housemates, because we weren't a big brother, but the other participants, um, you know, there was a lot of that. I felt for, for me, maybe there was, that could have been portrayed as, you know, you're trying to like bait off against each other, perhaps mm-hmm. on you know, your opinion. Um, you know, we all went in there with our own reasoning as to why we're not vaccinated, but it shouldn't be that we're then perhaps baited against each other because um, maybe perhaps someone else's views can be seen as, you know, more more extreme or, you know, perhaps, you know, slightly different to yours. So I felt there was sometimes times like that, you know, what did you think of perhaps Nazarene and Vicky? And, you know, I would always say, you know, they are very well read in their, their views and perhaps execution may be something that you looked at. But, you know, it was never a case of, um, you know, you would affect, you know, being baited against to bitch, you know, bitch out each other. For me, I really enjoyed my time getting to know every single person in the house, their story and, and their why. And it kind of just <laughs> solidified my reasoning as to, no, I don't want vaccinated. Mm. AJ, I know why they all picked us, because they could see sort of, you know, 
like characters. Does that make sense? Obviously, yeah. like Mark, Vicky, obviously, she's so against the vaccine. Then you've got Naz, and then you've got Naomi, then you've got Ethan. But mm. uh, all this, you know, since the show, we've been having so much abuse on Twitter saying that I'm. I'm a I'm a crisis actor and I was paid by the BBC. I never turned around and never said I was an actor. Does that make sense? I never lied yeah. to the general public and never said I was an actor because mm. I I introduced that straight away. But they're picking on me and Ethan saying, oh, you know, they're actors and da 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 and yeah, just all propaganda and it yeah, it's just been quite quite crazy since the yeah. show came out. Don't, don't, don't let it hurt. Don't let it hurt your feelings, mate. I, I'm a plant as well. I'm controlled opposition, and I'm, uh, I, you know, I've got politicians controlling me. Apparently, I, yeah. I think that was the hardest thing for me was that after the show and how each individual person was portrayed, you know, in society due to the final product of the show, mm-hmm. yeah. um, where we can't pass judgment on anyone unless you actually physically know someone. Um, you know, to which we all got time to spend um, with each other. You know, Vicky and Nazarene maybe portrayed that, you know, they were very kind of loud and, you know, they were very kind of perhaps extreme. Mm. But, you know, Nazarene um, is a well-spoken girl and, you know, Vicky has got heart of gold. So, mm. you know, I think, you know, we really need to you know, not be so bloody nasty to people, you know, yeah. in, these, in these times. It's mm. coming from the mental health perspective again, but... Yeah, I think, you know, every single person in the house had a story to tell and it wasn't properly represented. Yeah, yeah. I just feel disappointed that we didn't get our point across um, why we went on the show mm. and the reasons why, why we're not vaccinated. Because I'm sure people still don't know why we're not vaccinated. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, everyone's got their reasons. Everything from, like you said, you know, you've seen death in the family. Some people have seen injuries. Some people like, uh, and this is the key thing, what people actually forget is that, that individual's knowing, like their true heart knowing says no. And you can't yeah. deny someone's feelings. You can't deny someone's thoughts. Okay. And this is what people don't think of because they're it's on, su- yeah, a lot of people are like on such low frequency and indoctrinated and they often parrot just what anybody else says. So like TV doctors or their own doctor. Uh, and this is yeah. what we've seen for two and a half years. It's not people actually speaking their truth about how they actually personally feel about it. They're just mimicking what somebody else says. Hence, you know what exactly what the bbc says you know because they're all connected um mm-hmm. and that people seem to have forgotten that like and well you've got given right to have bodily autonomy over like your you know your own body um yeah. so th- and at the end of the day it all comes with that individual's decision you know? but the rea- the fact of the matter is you know there's a eighty thousand pa- uh, eighty thousand page pfizer document that's been released that you know only only a sort of few few weeks back which shows you in clear detail the amount of deaths within all the trial patients, the pregnancies, the stillborns, the the, the babies that were dying after bre- breastfeeding. Like, it is astronomical. And the thing is now, and we're now seeing in media, it all being slowly released out. Obviously, Vic, uh, Vicky Spit on the, um, from Vaccine Injured Breathe was on the podcast. And then literally like the next day, she got told she was going to get compensation for her bereaved husband. Um, so they they are acknowledging it. So tell you know my my question is why would these people be getting compensation if it was so safe and effective? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, and I've heard people as well they're not getting their money either. This is what I'm saying. All the government is all propaganda pushing this such safe trial drug, which clearly it's, you know it's a medical experiment, isn't it? Basically, and it's yeah. you know it's and people making people ill. Mm, absolutely, absolutely, mate. And there's you know, and I, I've been inundated over the last year and a half with emails and 
messages people even people within the police and the military who were like really really annoyed they felt they tricked and we're now yeah. seeing people within those establishments that are now actually suffering from quite nasty injuries from it um and and you know trying to do something about it but like most areas the medical professions are trying their best to refuse to link the two together um and again you know was that a topic of conversation on the uh, on the show at all like the fact that the medical professionals are you know outright refusing to link stuff hey. It actually was. So we'd gone to, I believe it was, was it Lewisham? There was, a, there was so much missed out, but there was a topic of conversation. I believe it was from Mark, actually, who had been a nurse, you know, within the NHS, um, had left, you know, for that drive that, you know, if you didn't want the, the vaccination, you were then therefore going to lose your job. And um, we were told in the health and social care sector as well, you know, that um, you, you can't, um, you know, if you break restriction, you'll lose your job. And it was a lot. There's a lot of scaremongering. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah. you worked in the health and social care sector, um, Naomi. Um, when they brought the vaccinations out, did you see an increase in any like illnesses and deaths within the homes? So I, I had been in the care care sector in the community before I'd done this small stint, and I say small because I was there. Had seen things and how you know our, our elderly who have fought for our country, who have done so much with their lives, mm-hmm. who have now lost capacity, being treated like rats in cages. Um, you know, and we then had this COVID outbreak, and you know they weren't allowed to leave their rooms, so therefore they're not eating, not allowed to see the family, so they therefore become withdrawn, isolated, then malnourished, and they're just waiting to die. Um, I left that and for me that was when I really kind of decided I need to go into my business um mm. I, I point blank refuse now to believe that you know this is the be all and end all and COVID we have to treat people like animals um and my views on the vaccinations back that up as well you know it should be something that's open informed but mm. I did feel that it was a heavier push towards the elderly getting vaccinated and then once vaccinated then being offered b12 injections now I'm noticing from my own friends and some family members after being vaccinated their b12 has been absolutely non-existent so I just wondered is that connected again and all these kind of things that we see then kind of then point us point me to thinking no I just really mm. don't want this I just want to continue to help people during mm. this and see if we can get through this without going into what it feels like almost being superly controlled in society mm. and that's what's happening and uh, it's it's all about, yeah, well yeah of course yes yeah, everything's about control and um you know even when it first came out like the the, the key words that were used were, you know, for other people's safety, the vulnerable, the, 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 at, the for your good, at the risk. Te- the NHS, which has already run into the ground. Yeah, but it was all like at risk individuals. So they were yeah. actually telling people that the illnesses or the, the their actual age was uh, put them in an at risk character category, mm-hmm. but they were actually at risk of nothing. So the, the, other than the fact that some of them had co- many comorbidities and stuff like that, and it was actually the comorbidities that's the issue. Yeah um so again you're putting they were put into this false like fallacy of uh of thought oh i need to get it done because i'm i'm at risk you know again people in my family were fed the same propaganda um but those people cost the state money because of pensions and being in the being in nursing homes and that kind of stuff same as disabled children you know and that yeah. this is where the, the the greatest crimes lie in all of this and people now are clearly seeing it for for what it is 
Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you. The, the lack of social inclusion for these people during that time is going to then spur mental health and emotional health and to kind of disrepute even further. Um, and I would agree with you that they have suffered most during this because mm. it's been all the lies that they've been told. Now they're scared to go out. I still know elderly people that are terrified to go out. Mm. Well, we see right, them in the streets. Yeah, you see them in the streets uh, all the time, still wearing masks. Uh, but again, it's the indoctrination process. And again, this just all comes down to the level of programming. And when it comes to, like, and, uh, you know, I, I use us here on the uh, on show as an example. So when this all came around, and then it was very, very plain to see for us what was going on, that's just highlighted that our level of programming is far less than what a lot of the public's has been, you know, decided to take it up. Um, and that's all, a lot of it's all come down to. And this whole thing's been attack and a massive attack on the human consciousness. And oh. the more, the, the more, or oh, sorry, the, the, the less people, the less conscious people are, you know, the harder it is for them to accept technical information because yeah. we've been left brain trained since we were kids, which isn't the creative intuitive side. So, you know, whereas more right brain people take on, can feed this information a lot quicker. Um, and I've been talking a lot about this recently, you know, we've spent the best part of two years shaking family members like, why can't you see what we can see? Yeah. But the reality is they just haven't. <laughs> yeah, but the reality is they haven't, they just haven't been able to accept the information. That's all it is. Like it's just almost like a barrier. Uh, and that's the fundamental ground level deepness of this. Right. It's been an attack on that. I, I, I just, I'm oh, sorry, Luca, on your call. Sorry, no. Um, I just think, you know, what did the BBC get out of this unvaccinated show? Do you see what I mean? You know, what, what did they achieve? Because mm. I think they've shot themselves in the foot going forward, because I think a lot of people... Well, it, 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 it drove you guys to contact me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, 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 it was always a good... There's always good that comes out of bad. Yeah. Every cloud has a silver lining, absolutely. But even uh, before but... the show went out, um, they the Guardian said it, they... and. Uh, uh, BBC to take on new anti-vaxxers in new reality shows. So I asked the producer, I said, I'm not going on, I'm not going on the show to, to you know, for, to be a reality show. I'm going on the show to get my point across about the vaccine and, you know, and what it's doing to people and the deaths. Mm. And they were like, oh no, it's not about that. So why would the media said that back in February of this year? And then we're getting all these new media things coming out from the mirror and saying, it, you know, it's a real, big brother reality show. It's like, well, hang on a minute. Mm. Something don't end up here. But the message is always going to be the same. It's almost a, uh, it's almost like damage limitation to those who have decided to, you know, to take it up, you know, to try and like make them feel that they, it was the right decision. Um, but again, for the millions of people that did decide to do it, if it seems, if it is the right decision to you, it is the right decision. That, that's the thing. But if it's, if, and that's your knowing, if you decided not to do it, that's your right decision. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. It's, it's my choice. If I want the vaccine or not. And I don't, if anybody else wants a vaccine, then they can crack on. But, you know, don't come mm. crying to me when you're ill. Or, do you see what I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, uh, if anything, uh, from a lesson point of view, because, you know, we can take lessons out of everything for, for you both and the other guys in the show. There's so much to walk away from in terms of, like, actually being proud that you, you actually stepped over that line to put yourself in, you know, the front line of a programme like that, which is always going to be edited and uh, and come out the way it did um but in essence really i believe it's truly highlighted the, the sheer um evil that is around those tv production you know companies uh these broadcasting broadcasters uh and i just think it's another just another thing to add into the pot of ex exposing all these different areas uh of propaganda and lies yeah. all this propaganda yeah i think certainly going back to what you just said about you know having 
and kind of innate knowing of whether something is right or wrong for you and we're programmed like you say so frequently you know with television television um as I like to call it but um for me during COVID I actually think living alone saved me <laughs> saved me and that aspect because I wasn't watching telly I was building on my mind I was launching my <laughs> business I was I was reaching out and listening to other people mm-hmm. and seeing how I could help them so for me it was definitely in my gut from the get-go that there was something off with just the whole thing and you know I'm really glad that I've continued to listen to that because it has led me down a rabbit hole of, of meeting so many wonderful people like Luca like the rest of the participants like yourself AJ um you know that are looking for the truth they're looking for reality in a lot of this fakery that we're in mm, yeah absolutely and I'll say it time and time again you know like um, amongst all the chaos and the negativity, the death, destruction, the propaganda, the you know the tears, there's so much good that's come out of all of this in, in my eyes. Um, you know, because as a result of what I do, you know, I get to see like how amazing all these communities uh, are doing and what they're doing now because they they don't want to be in this world of all this like nonsense and you know pharmacy, big pharma ruling everything, big food ruling everything, big tech ruling everything. You know, people are very quickly realizing they don't want to be a part of this anymore and a lot of these industries are just crashing um all on purpose you know so that the new new world good world can uh, can come in and people can no matter their medical status can uh, can flourish yeah. yeah definitely. it's a the tower the tower moment is definitely happening and and it may be a lengthy process but i definitely think good always prevails love always prevails over ego so i mm. completely agree with you yeah and so, like within the, you know within your own families, what's it been like, like Luca? What's it been like within your own family? Like you know, what's have you had much kickback? Um, do you know my dad's my dad's had the vaccine, my grand's had the vaccine, my sister's had the vaccine, and when my dad watched the show, he said he was proud of me, and I was thinking, Good. all right, dad, yeah, I I think he knows deep down underneath he's been conned. He you know he 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 told me he was like I only got the vaccine so I could travel to Italy because mm. obviously Italy were really really strict. And obviously, yeah, it's the majority of us, and a lot of people have done that traveling and my sister had to have it because she because she was she was a carer she goes around people's houses and um she she could lose her job if she if she had not had the vaccine mm, but that in itself is a red flag isn't it like coercion is finest mm. I, um, I actually laugh at this question so when i went on this show and luke i'll probably laugh as well they'd be like oh what's your family think of this and I was like, i've not told it not told anyone and the reason was my mum works within the NHS and had been a vaccinator during the drive right so we have had very um conflicted views my brothers are not vaccinated um they're very much kind of open to kind of how how I feel however my mum had been quite astute however now since being on the show her views have completely changed as well actually um Mm. and that she 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 likes to tell people that I've been on the show now so there's been a really nice kind of change I thought there would have been a complete different um so no it's nice to see that and I think Mm. over time um you know she'll come around even more I think it's the continual being jabbed now for people being boosted like people are just starting to be like why do I need to constantly get this bloody vaccination Mm. again and again and again Mm. um so I feel that's a positive outcome for, for yeah. me I, I think that's uh, I think that a lot of that is a part of the waking up process for people as well. Um, you yeah, know, absolutely. I think when you look at the big, big picture of everything and how it's kind of planned out, like a lot of this is almost by design to make people take that step back and go, hang on a minute, 
you know, and, and lots of pennies drop. And I know it's, it's, it's the same with my family. I'm quite similar, same with you guys in, in that respect. Um, but I think, you know, there's just, just a matter of people in like the military, for example, that have obviously, had a, you know, several turned it down. But, you know, there's, there's people being threatened with their pensions. People, like uh, Some of the emails I was getting from people was horrendous. Um, if they didn't push it on their lads and, um, you know, guys and girls being told they won't go on tour, you know, they won't promote and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, uh, and it's probably one of the worst environments for that because um, you've, you're, you're, you know, you used to being told, oh, you've got to go down to the medical center for your hep A, your hep B, like, and all this stuff every year and shot this, shot that. And you literally become a bit of a vaccine guinea pig in the military, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I went through the Amfrax program before Iraq in the uh, end of two, 2002 early 2003 um and that was horrendous absolutely horrendous but then there's a now a massive lawsuit um happening against that for on behalf of 32,000 troops you know that have been severely injured and um subsequently a lot of lots of them have had uh, problems with children that have been um born within a certain period of time um I would say uh, going back to injury it's really interesting because my family who have been vaccinated now their health has never been a hundred percent peak health since prior to their vaccinations, a lot of respiratory things, you know, B, B12 deficiency, you know, a lot of kind of chronic um, poor mm. immune, you know, immune viruses and illnesses that circulate. So it is very interesting. And if it's not apparent, it should be, you know, to them that, mm. you know, there's something not right. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, moving forward, uh, Luca, where do you see um, things going in terms of like awareness of all this? I think I think there'll be more jabs. I think there'll be like another another COVID jab, more propaganda, uh, more more lies, more saying there's another variant that's come out. And uh, yeah, I just can't see it happening. You know, ending anytime soon. I think it's going to mm-hmm. get a lot lot worse and a lot tougher. Mm. Oh, what about yourself, Naomi? I think if people don't stand up for humanity, for our beliefs, for our rights, for our views, for the freedom of speech, choice, and to make our own informed decisions, then yeah. Agenda 30 is going to happen a lot quicker <laughs> for us all um, than it is. You know, mm. I've seen it, like I said, at many levels during this, and I think there may be a dip before it can get better, but I do believe it can get better, but it starts with us all and having that ability to say no to what we don't think is right in society. Mm. Yeah, just it. It yeah, and it's not just around this subject; it's around also all the stuff that's happening at the minute because it's all uh, like yeah. saying, monkey uh, but not yeah. not even from a health perspective. It's like even even all the people the that are struggling. Of, of food, it's a yeah, yeah. heating crisis. We see every you know BP Shell, you know, having record-breaking profits. How can that be when we're all literally you know getting mm. ready for probably what will be a horrible winter and many people are going to struggle? Mm. So yeah, I agree. It's not just this; it's with everything. We have yeah. to learn to stand up and say no. Um, so if a, if a guys and girls obviously are in the same position as you are and want to learn a bit more, where can they uh, where can they get hold of you to have a conversation about it? Absolutely. So I am on Facebook. Um, I have my, my coaching page on Facebook, Naomi L. Brown. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as well, NLB Coaching Solutions. Amazing. Thank you very much. Luca, yourself, buddy? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, and obviously Facebook. But I've just come off come back off another 30-day Facebook ban. For, I know how that feels, mate. <laughs> posting the truth. Well, it's not the truth because the fact-checker guy at, yeah. on the TV show said, yeah, it's all uh, 
Mm. Yeah, it's all lies. But my uh, the, my last one was actually for um, sharing the newspaper article about Vicky uh, being awarded the compensation. Uh, that was it, and it was like I was sharing a mainstream media article. <laughs> yeah. I got a thirty, and I was like, after all the podcasts I post on there, nothing, and uh, it was an actual mainstream media yeah. uh, article. So uh, yeah, I'm a bit, a bit of a seasoned veteran on uh, Facebook bands, but um, uh, just another sign of the times, right? Um, yeah, but the only thing is, AJ, as well, it wasn't even about COVID. It was about some old woman on Twitter. Like she said, she was gonna, <laughs> she'd like she got dementia and her, her daughter said, oh, um, have you got a driving license? Obviously, because she's lost it. She was like, oh, yeah, of course I have. And then and then um, her daughter was like, well, what if you get caught by the police? And she was like, well, I'll run them over. <laughs> and then I get a 30 day ban. And I'm thinking, well, this is nothing to do with COVID. It's nothing to do with monkeypox or whatever. Do you know what I mean? All this mad stuff mm. that's happening. I'm thinking, what the hell are they on? Yeah, well, people get a sense of everything. Um, uh, Philly, Philly J, a good friend of mine, is a naturalist. And uh, she had a whole TikTok channel white for talking about the benefits of dandelions. So um, they literally go from one extreme to the other. So, uh, yeah. but again, this is all part of the, uh, I guess, the exposure in terms of the Silicon Valley run yeah. organizations and the censorship and everything else like that. Um, you know, I, I know some people have fantastic podcasts, a couple of hundred thousand subscribers just wiped, you know, that's, and it, the reality is like, whether it's uh, Facebook or YouTube, stuff like that, if you're receiving um, or was part of the you know, main part of your income is from obviously, you know, ad revenue and all that kind of stuff. And that just gets wiped, you know. Go find me some other industry in the world where you wouldn't be able to take the, the, those companies to court for completely destroying your your earnings and not being able yeah. to justify it. Yeah, it's like Robert Malone; he got taken down on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back to again, it's um, yeah, it's but we're in a good place and it's moving forward in a very good place and things are are moving really well. Um, but I want to thank you guys for coming on today, take the time out. Um, I'm, you know, it's good to actually share what really happened, you know, um, behind the scenes with the BBC and all that kind of stuff. So give you guys a voice. Uh, this is what the platform is all about, just trying to give people a voice to actually speak their truth and stuff. So thank you so much for coming on. I really nice. appreciate it. Nice. Guys you. and girls, if guys and girls, if you want to explore more deeper information, uh, be in a fantastic like-minded community with some of the most amazing people around the world are doing great things, all helping each other through this chaos in an uncensored environment, please check out my insiders world. It's insiders-world.com and you'll find everything you need there to really move forward with a great bunch of people and live a life of abundance because that's where we're all going. Uh, but for me and the guys, take care, look after yourself and I'll see you very, very soon on the AJ Roberts Show.